if we fail, we don't know sometimes what the empowering meaning should be. But the important part is that we manufacture a meaning immediately. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the U.S. Our simple, proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to out-of-state real estate investing at noradarealestate.com slash guide. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com slash guide. Do you know how you can benefit from crowdfunding? If you haven't checked out our special series, Best Crowdfunding Crash Course Ever, presented by Patch of Land, then you need to. It's episodes 152, 159, 166, and 173, because you'll hear from the industry's leading crowdfunding experts on how you can benefit by getting involved whether it's getting access to funds for your deal or passively investing in other people's deals. The time is now to get started. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever to grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com forward slash best ever. Hi there, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and today we're going to do Skill Set Sunday, where you come away with one skill that you can apply starting right now and make things happen so that you are even better at what you're doing than where you're at right now. And I first, I, I hope you enjoy the Barbara Corcoran episode. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, Go ahead. It was released two days ago, April the 24th, and she had so many, so many wonderful things to talk about. And one story that she didn't talk about, I'm actually going to mention on this episode because it ties into the skill set that I want to talk to you about. And what that skill set is specifically is finding an empowering meaning behind anything that we do. Anything that happens to us, anything that uh, we come across, we must find an empowering meaning. And there are a couple ways to do that. And first, let me tell you a little story. So recently, I've I've been in Texas for the last oh, about month or so, hanging out with my uh, my family because of a family emergency that we had, and uh, you know, family member had a pretty major health thing happen, and I was. You know, with this family member in the hospital at the in the ICU in Dallas, and after the family member you know re- regained consciousness and was kind of was able to talk and have a conversation, they were like, you know, I, I know I'm supposed to find an empowering meaning in anything, but I'm gonna really struggle with this because there's some some major major changes that are are going to need to take place. And what I mentioned, and this is you know, the focus of the episode, is that you know sometimes in life we don't know what the hell the empowering meaning is when something happens at that moment. We don't. I mean, it's if if we lose a loved one, if we if our business goes bankrupt, you know, if if we 
get out of a relationship that we wish we were still in, if we're rejected, if we fail. We don't know sometimes what the empowering meaning should be. But the important part, and here's the key, the important part is that we manufacture a meaning immediately. We have to seek out to find what that empowering meaning is. And that's what I told this family member. I was like, you know, sometimes we don't know what the empowering meaning is immediately, but we have to create something in our mind. And we have to say, okay, perhaps it happened because of this or this. And we have to roll with it. And when we look back on it, six months, a year, maybe a week, maybe five years, we're going to be like, oh, so that's what the real reason was. In addition to what I mentioned, in addition to what I was manufacturing in my mind, because ultimately we have a choice, right? When something bad happens, we can sit there and sulk or we can deal with the reality of the situation and determine what does this mean to us right now and what the heck are we going to do about it because this is the reality. This is where we're at. You know, our our business is struggling. Our business is not profitable. What's the reality? Well, the reality is it's not profitable. So what what meaning do I attach to that? Well, the meaning is maybe I need to make some changes. Maybe I need to bring in another another person to evaluate what uh, my business is doing wrong so I can optimize my business. We have to find an empowering meaning and manufacture that meaning. And talking about Barbara, whenever I was doing some research for that interview, and this didn't come up during our conversation that I had with her on the 24th, but it was very interesting and it ties right into what we're talking about here. And that is whenever she first was applying to be on Shark Tank, Mark Burnett's assistant to his assistant, according to Barbara, emailed Barbara. And after she had auditioned and the assistant to the assistant was like, actually, we are going to go a different direction. There's only one role for a female on Shark Tank and we found somebody else. Thank you so much for auditioning, but we don't want you anymore. And she wrote Mark back. And she's like, you know what, Mark? I want to tell you how grateful I am. Grateful. (laughs) I want to tell you how grateful I am for your team to let me know that I wasn't going to, you know, be on Shark Tank. Because everything in my career, any challenge that I've had has ended up being an opportunity. And I have grown my business I have grown personally exponentially as a result of that thing happening. So here's the situation, Mark. I've already booked my plane ticket, and I will be there at the audition for final casting, and I'll see you in a little bit. I'll see you in a couple days. And guess what? I mean, you know the end of the story. I don't need to tell you. She's on Shark Tank, and she has... Uh, just her brand, her company, her opportunities have have just exploded as a result of that type of mindset. And so when stuff like that happens, it's finding an empowering meaning and then just not letting anything else, anything else stop us except for ourselves. That That's really what it boils down to. I've got one more story about my personal stuff, my real estate deals that have happened over within the last 
shoot, yesterday <laughs> to the last year on a deal I want to mention to you. But first, a quick word from our best ever sponsors. Crowdfunding. You've heard about it, and now it's time to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is a leading expert in the crowdfunding space, and they've got all the answers to your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com forward slash best ever. So with my personal stuff, yeah, I've been working on a development deal for literally one year, much longer than I should have been working on it, but that's a learning experience that I have. And I've realized that through this experience, there are things I would not repeat and there are ways that I would expedite it. But what has happened is it's been a roller coaster ride of determining, you know, how much money do I need to raise? And it being you know, nine million bucks to finding the right business partner to qualifying the deal, not ever having done a development deal before. And I navigated all of those successfully. It was, you know, finding the right deal or qualifying it, qualified it, brought in the right team members. It was finding the money, partnered with some individuals who have brought in the money that's required or at least verbally pledged it. And now, you know, I'd gotten to the finish line with the deal, ready to sign on dotted line. And then my development partner that I've been working with, things started heating up on his end and he was no longer able to partner with me on the deal. We got to literally, literally, we got to the point where our attorneys, both sides, had agreed to everything in the contract. They were waiting for me to sign on the dotted line. That's it. And going into the deal, I thought the hardest part was going to be raising the nine million bucks. I thought the hardest part would be finding the deal. And I got both of those done. But it was a part that went to development, a partner that I did not see coming and it happened. So now, you know, because it's an off-market deal, fortunately, I'm still able to try and find another development partner. But that was a big hit. That was a huge hit for me. And it was, you know, I need to determine, okay, how do I approach this? What is the meaning that I'm giving it? And how do I find an empowering meaning behind what happened? And so, you know, when people talk about, you know, I mentioned that story to friends or family, like, oh man, that sucks. That was a big blow. Um, Or as what I just said, uh, that was a big hit. And quite frankly, I really can't allow myself to live there. Otherwise, I'm going to agree with them. And the actions that I take when I think of something as it sucking or it being a big blow are really different and not as inspiring and not as active than the actions that I would take if I look for an opportunity in it. And so perhaps the opportunity is that the development partner that I'm going to partner with for this deal, once I find him or her, they're going to bring a different skill set that's required for this deal to set us up for even more success than what we would have been prior. Perhaps we're going to even have more profitability on this as a result of it. And, you know, from, you know, family members having some, some crazy health stuff happen to, you know, Barbara Corcoran, and how she finds an empowering meaning and what the heck that's done for her career. I mean, we don't even need to get into that. To deals I've been working on 
that's the, the bottom line is manufacturing and empowering meaning when things happen to you. What's, what's something that's happened to you recently? What's, what's an event that if you initially think about it, you're like, oh my gosh, I wish that wouldn't happen to me. But if you quickly get out of that mindset and you think, what's good about this? And how can I use this? If you take that approach, how would your business, how would your career, how would your life be different? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, and there aren't any guarantees in real estate, but I can guarantee you this, that it will have a tremendous positive effect, influence, and direction on your career in life. So please, there's a very singular takeaway. When something happens, manufacture an empowering meaning in your mind. It doesn't have to be the right one, but just create an empowering meaning and then move forward. Eventually down the line, you'll see that perhaps there's even a bigger reason, a bigger picture item that it is the reason why it happened. And you'll kind of see that as the dust settles. But when it's dusty and, it, and you can barely see through the fog still, latch on to an empowering meaning that you manufacture. Hope you enjoy the Skill Set Sunday and I'll talk to you soon. Hey you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever. 